You are tuned in to DAR Media. It is myself, Eric Olson, here with the true god, mogul of DAR Media, and head of our article editing department. <laughs> Go over to DivineRevolution.com, see all the awesome stuff we got posted up, articles for you to read, and many more on the way very soon. Uh, we're here for our weekly Week in Wrestling and also Collision Preview. Hmm. I think what we'll start off with is uh, us being unfortunately correct. You know, people, they say things like to me about, you know, oh, you act like you're always right and da-da-da-da. And I say, I'm always right about bad things. It's not good. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> it's that You act like there's something to be proud of or to be excited about. It's not. I always say when bad shit's going to happen. And, of course, last Saturday, we completely called it. WWE has the most over guy in the wrestling industry on their roster. They say, nah, think not. Nope. So the only solace that I will take from this is that the guy that they did give it to has a bit of a similar trajectory. Now, he hasn't exploded in popularity, but Damian Priest busted his ass for forever, been in the wrestling business for like 25 years. Same thing, got sent to NXT with a weird, really undefined fucking gimmick that nobody really knew what the fuck was going on. Looked lost at multiple times throughout. Um, not he was lost, but that the his cause or what they were going to do with him was totally lost at several times throughout his WWE run. So um, I'm happy to see him get a put, get the push if anybody else was going to get it. Um, but yeah, money in the bank, that match went about the same, the way that we figured that it would. Uh, yeah, no, no. I, I think, I think when, when, when you look at WWE and some of the things that they've, uh, you know, done over the years, it, a lot of things honestly confuse me. There's a couple of decisions that they made that confuse me. Um, obviously, I am a, a a fan of you know even Roman Reigns losing, <clears throat> but I thought it was very interesting that he lost in a tag match for the first time in like three years, and you know that was something where like I think I think we knew the Usos probably were going to win that match, uh, too, and it, it, it's it's just like we thought you know Solo would be the one to take the pinfall, so I I like. Some of the decisions they made was very confusing because I feel like if you want to present, you know, um, Roman as this unbeatable guy and somebody eventually comes and takes the title from him, I just felt like, like, you know, if Jay Uso was going to pin him, Jay Uso should be the one to beat him and win the championship if, if that's what they're going to do, but they're not. So we're just in a cycle of like, oh, you know, here comes, here comes Roman, you know, winning again and blah, blah, blah. And so when like, I didn't get a chance to watch the Money in the Bank ladder match, but I didn't want to because I was telling a friend of mine, because a friend of mine, they're like a huge fan of uh, L.A. Knight. And they're like, yo, they text me, I think, like the day of, like, yo, L.A. Knight about to, about to get that briefcase, boy. And I'm like, uh, no, he ain't. No, he not. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> and he, he was like, you don't think they're going to get? He's like, man, he, he getting like like hella big chairs and whoop, whoop, whoop. And I was like, bro, like, this is WWE. We've been, we've been watching this for 20 plus years. Like, I think we understand what, what's going to happen. Multiple wrestlers on podcasts say, like, you know, the, the rules to getting along and make it in WWE is, you know, be on time, um, you know, do what the boss says, be a good employee, and don't you dare get over. 
Um, so that's <laughs> wasn't surprising to me. Uh, um, it is interesting though to me that your friend, um, and other people that I know they still it's like they still don't they still don't get it. They're still oh, it's you gonna know, ha- you know they still don't. It's <laughs> still you know got what that hope. I I I I like it into when you you meet somebody that uh you you think you like and you see some behavior there that you're like oh it's probably not gonna go over well and then you're like well no they can change and, and like oh that that can change they can change and you see glimpses of like oh it looks like they're doing pretty well like yeah I mean, like I I think they're on the path to growth and, and change. And then they end up going right back to what they used to do. And that's WWE. WWE has always been that way. And I think there's like a brief period of time, you know, over the last 30 years where you might get something out of uh, WWE where you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, I remember when the punk uh, punk pipe bomb happened and then they were doing like Rock versus Cena and and stuff like that. But then they went from like that to, you know, punk being super over selling a whole bunch of merchandise to punk not even headlining a show that John Laronitis was was wrestling on. So like stuff like that, it's just it shows you like it doesn't really matter what you do. Um you can get as over as you want. The they got, you know, they got their own <laughs> their own thought process and 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 what they want to do. And like I said, Damian Priest is cool. I, I didn't have any issue with him necessarily winning it, but I feel like you you could have I, I think the whole point of him winning it is to obviously break up the the judgment day. Um that seems like pretty obvious uh, or at least put some dissension in the, in the mist. Um, you know, we could see Finn Balor end up, you know, be eventually beating Seth for that belt. And then he cashes in on Seth because we know he ain't cashing in on Roman. So let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's be clear on that. We know he ain't cashing in on him. So um, I don't know, man, like I said, I, 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 you know, I don't, I don't follow WWE that much. Like I see a little bit of stuff here and there, but I, you know, I just, um, I'm just not, uh, just not surprised that that they're still up to the same old shit that they always been up to. It to them, it's kind of like a like a TV show in that. All right, if you watch a season of a TV show, eight, ten episodes, whatever, and a particular pop character gets really popular during that season, it's not like they're going the writers and directors. Everybody's going to go back in and change the script of the show to make it so right. the real popular character wins. It's just. They have their plans for what they want to present and everything that happens during those plans. is just, it is what it is. So did you not, um, so you didn't get the chance to watch the women's money in the bank match? Um, nah, I, I didn't really watch any, uh, like I, like I saw I would online, but recommend uh, to everybody, you know, who, who watches all wrestling or who wants to check something out that women's money in the bank match was absolutely insane. Um, and something I did want to, cause we kind of, laughed a little bit at him last week um logan paul and uh trish was my same reaction they're both insane to be out there doing this shit like insane the bump that logan paul took was was fucking terrifying and he was doing other crazy shit and same thing uh, trish stratus who is uh, a lady who is near her fifties? Who is a millionaire? Uh, is out there doing this crazy shit in this ladder match? Took some crazy bumps, and I'm just on my couch, just screaming, "Why? Why are you doing this?" Same thing, Logan Paul. You know, people 
kind of shit on him because oh you didn't you know pay any dues you just walked in here and you got this spot but dudes out there doing the most brutal crazy shit when he does not need the money he does not need the fame he's just doing it because he likes doing this uh so fair fucks to them man god damn no, no, yeah, yeah. Like I said, you no, know, Logan, Logan Paul, he's, 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 he's actually, you know, very good at what he, what he does. I, I've, I've called him like a, the creative wrestler on a video game, <clears throat> on a video game, because I think that's, you know, sort of what he is. He's kind of taking different pieces from everybody and kind of put it into his own, um, you know, into his own repertoire. But uh, yeah, he, he took some, 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 some crazy bumps, a real crazy bump that was a uh, pretty pretty dangerous um you know that uh once again i always always say you know it's kind of like the tiger driver you know conversation we had um before it's like there's a lot of things that i would never do uh but that's why i am not a wrestler so (laughs) i think that's uh you know so you know kudos to him um i was just i was actually just glad he didn't win uh (laughs) money in the bank um i I didn't see what happened with, with trish either but uh um if you're talking about it, I'm sure it was something. So, did anything else uh, in the wrestling world this week stand out to you? Um, me personally, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I had like this week has been a crazy week for me. I have not seen very much of professional. Uh, Didn't professional seem like anything too too crazy happened either. No, nah, uh-huh. this was a very quiet week. Um, the one thing that did, did stand out actually just recent just recently dropped um, from uh, I believe uh, was it Lanza and I think it's our our friends at uh Voices of Wrestling I think put it out. Um, you know, shout out to Voices of Wrestling. We we, we shit I've shit it on you. I've shit it on you guys several times. We'll continue to, but um, the biggest I guess news to to speak about uh this week is that blood and guts was two two things involving blood and guts um fight fightful said that and you know i've I've heard this was in the in the works for a while i just didn't know where he was going to show up is uh koda abushi will be a part of blood and guts it's a rumor obviously but they need a a extra partner and it seems as if they'll get a partner um in abushi now i've been saying for like months that you know abushi was supposed to be there because i was you know told by someone like nine months ago around the all out uh time right before brawl out and all that stuff that he was actually uh in talks to come there but he just wasn't like fully healthy so i was kind of waiting on it and i thought maybe forbidden door which i thought was a perfect opportunity but now we're we're, we're seeing a td garden in boston uh seems like kota abushi will be a part of um you know blooded guts but the story that came out that really caught my attention was the BCC needs a replacement for Brian Danielson. And, <laughs> you know, I've, I've heard some people say, uh, you know, uh, there's a couple different guys that they threw out there. I heard a couple names that I was like, nah, I don't I don't think that's going to be. And I'm not going to say the, the, the one name that I actually think will end up being it just because I don't want to say it, because if it does happen. Uh, only like two people would know <laughs> would know but um I, I i it was rumored i don't know how true this is i'll have to ask a couple people but i i was told that cm punk offered to take brian danielson's spot and blood and guts and it was reported that moxley 
was okay with it. Um, it was reported that like everybody else in the BCC was pretty cool with it. And I thought that was interesting because, you know, I believe people were on Twitter saying, oh, you know, if if um if Punk's going to be on Dynamite or he's going to be on such and such, like, I guess Hangman won't be there. I guess Moxley won't be there. And I guess blah, 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 blah. Now, once again, if this is true, because once again, you know, Voices of Wrestling, you know, Wrestling Observer, they like to, you know, like to fudge with some of the news that happens in professional wrestling. It's a good um, term to say. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, I could definitely get that confirmed from people, but I don't really care about getting it confirmed. I just think it's an interesting tidbit. And I think if Punk did offer to be a part of the Blood and Guts match, I think it's an interesting, uh, I think that's interesting. You know, honestly, um, like, I really think it's interesting because the 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 thing that put was put forth is that Punk was never slated to be in the match. He just simply offered, and they there was a report that the Young Bucks rejected the idea. But then there's another part of the report which doesn't make sense, which is very much from the Meltzer, um, you know, path of of journalism, is where they said, oh well, we don't know if the Bucks actually rejected it or not. But that's what we heard is that they rejected it, but we don't know if they actually did. And it's, it's like all over the place. So if that's the case, I like I don't believe Punk will be the the the, the you know extra partner for the BCC. One because it just doesn't make sense um, at the at the time. Like at the moment, it just doesn't make any sense. He's got his own feud with the uh, BC Gold and Jay White. So I don't expect that to happen. But I do believe if that was pitched, I don't think. It was a simple situation where, like, the the Bucks just outright, flat out rejected it. I don't think that's actually the case at all right now. To be truthful, I don't, I don't think that's the case at all. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't think, I don't think the 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 the, the this punk and elite stories they, they don't really carry any weight anymore. It's basically what I'm trying to get at. Like, they don't carry any weight anymore. Like none of this shit really matters anymore. You know what I mean? So I think that I'm was telling the one story. You, we have been trying to tell you two grown-ups on this podcast for a month now. Once everybody gets back in the building and everybody goes back to fucking work, all this shit will just go away. Like that's just how shit works with grown-ups. Sorry. Everybody who wants us to be like a a, a immortal, you know, multi-generational blood feud like in the samurai days. It's just it's just not how it works. There were coworkers last week who I was like, I would fucking strangle you if you're in front of me right now. Monday, yeah. we're going to go back to work and it'll be like it never happened because we will press forward with the things we need to get done this week. And what happened last week will be left behind. Um, it's business it's, is business. <laughs> business is business. And once they're once everything's everybody's back working at the norm, what is blood and guts? Uh, it's le- next week. Oh, it's next week. Well, okay. Well, 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 not well. Well, not next week. The week after next. I guess this week. This this week coming up doesn't count. But it's a, it's a little less than two weeks now. So so, if it had been you know three weeks, four weeks, I'd say that you know that's not even that unrealistic, really. Uh, to be to be back, honestly, by the time the next, by the time we're in London for the big show, um, 
awesome article coming to definerevolution.com pretty soon about that show. Um, Later today, uh, I just I I needed to find out who I needed to credit name wise. I, I but of I course like <laughs> name wise um, before I actually put it out. By the time we get to that show, it, it's going to be business as usual. I'd be surprised to not see pictures of him out drinking fucking beer in London. Honestly, um, well, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm of the impression, just based on uh, some some things that that i've heard that there's a big effort amongst several people to to kind of you know get this squashed and i think some of the names that i've heard that have been privately like pushing for for it to be squashed and to get back to business i think if people you know knew those names they would be like oh you know this isn't as not as serious as we thought it was and i think people just people just wanted to people just want to have something to cling to and it's like, you know, I've said it before, Brawl Out was the gift that, you know, keeps on giving to the media and to, you know, these fans. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I just think um, that's just that's just how it goes, you know? And that's just the, the reality is that people people found like that, uh, I guess that you know, the, the parasocial relationships that fans tend to have with with, with celebrities in general, uh, I think it, it bleeds over to wrestling extremely, especially because a lot of these fans are like kids and teenagers and, and you know. Mentally, if if not actually, mentally, yeah. many of them are, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, when you see that, I think this Punk versus Elite stuff is like, oh, I love the Elite. And it's like, dude, like, the Elite's cool, man. Like, you know, Punk's cool. Like, like these, these are extremely talented wrestlers. But at the end of the day, like, like maybe I would align more with how Punk sees 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 something over the elite. But at the end of the day, like, these aren't my friends. Like, these aren't the people I talk to, you know, like on a, on a regular basis. So I could care less about taking somebody's side. I'm just like, I'm not gonna take a side. I'm just going to, um, you know, pretty much, you know, just really kind of, you know go with what i feel and and leave it at that but it's like i think yeah punk went a certain way with with, with how he handled business and i mean i would have probably handled some of it like that myself just that's how i, I am. mean it's 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 cult-like religious like you know nothing they do is ever wrong everything is always right that's it's just weird the perfect man. person so like right fucking weird. so you said you kind of do um in my path in life and in my career especially um i extremely relate to punk and what he's been through and what he has been for others. But at the same time, I also did question, you know, just, uh, just because of that doesn't mean I can't, you know, say, uh, uh, not criticize, but question some of the things that he does. Um, when AEW came along and was around for a couple of years, I said a lot online. I said, well, you know, this guy, talked and talked and talked and talked about how he wants to change the industry and he wants to do this and make it better. And that's all he cares about. Where the fuck is he? Where the fuck is he? I kept saying that he came along later and explained himself and it was a totally valid explanation, but, um, you know, just because somebody's your favorite wrestler and you feel like you can relate to them doesn't mean that you need to like kill people over the slightest fucking criticisms or or regular normal adult accountability when we have these discussions. Yeah. 
But hey, well, fan stands for fanatic. So that that is true. It's it's strange to me, but you know, once again, I like I said, the the only thing I can I can always you know this I guess agree with and vibe with is like, oh yeah, like I probably wouldn't, you know, I probably would have confronted whoever I had issues with, um, you know, in general, you know, like I would have confronted them, and so I feel like that was the thing um that for uh you know for the punk situation and the lead thing like when, when people went to like oh you know punks this and that big bad punk and i'm like man this dude like they just got into a scrap they had some squabbling going on and and, and that was it and it's like wrestling fans i've said this before and i'm gonna keep saying it like none of y'all motherfuckers actually been in a fight half of y'all anyway uh none of y'all been in any type of you know dangerous situations anyway so y- y'all see like a, a fight like i played sports growing up like most of my boys play sports growing up like you get in the little squabbles with your teammates you're getting the squabbles with people on other teams and all that stuff like this is just normal shit that happens and so you know it's just that okay we're doing this and, and i know that was one of the things that uh i believe on the elite side of things was throwing them off about everything it's like well you know yeah, we're we're in a big business now, so it's a little different. And you know, you can't just be out here moving like this or doing this or doing that. And it's like, well, the problem was is that somebody didn't handle what they needed to handle. Uh, and that starts at multiple the top, somebody's. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the primary person who didn't handle what they need to handle. Yeah. Well, so, before we move on to the collision preview, um, what stood out to me, and this just happened, I think, yesterday. Um, and if, and if you know what I'm talking about out there, listeners, um, then you do. And if you don't, you don't, uh, I would just say if any of you out there listening to this are thinking of doing your own podcast, or if you are a, I mean, it goes for female and male, but this is a particular female situation. Um, or if you're a female performer, who's thinking of maybe, uh, giving us a shot coming on the show as a guest, uh, I just want to tell you if you're a podcaster if you're thinking about starting a podcast do not have fucking female wrestlers on your fucking podcast and make comments about their fucking body i don't it is I didn't, I didn't genuinely fucking happened. incomprehensible to me i'm not going to say the fucking podcast name because they're a bunch of goddamn chodes no nah, i kind of want you i kind of i kind of want you to it's on i don't even completely remember i'll say it wrong but this is uh this is on sawyer rex uh twitter just go on there and check it out um okay uh is uh, genuinely incomprehensible to me that you would bring a, a lady wrestler on your podcast and make fucking comments about their body that is fucking despicable like i said i couldn't even comprehend the thought process to fucking doing that on a, with any guests we ever had on one of these shows um that would absolutely fucking never happen here because it should never fucking happen anywhere as just absolutely fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. If you're a podcaster, it shouldn't need to be fucking said, but I'm telling you right now, you ain't shit and you should never be in behind a microphone. If that's the kind of shit you're fucking going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So collision preview, the back of my hand, it's gonna collide with those fucking dipshits' faces. Um, short card, short like the career that all those people will have in wrestling media. Um, and, and big, I'm sure she doesn't listen to the show, but like, a huge apologies to 
you know, sorry, Rex, fucking awesome. One of my favorite records on the indie. Extreme, huge, you know, I, it wasn't us, but huge apology that you even had to fucking go through that. Um, fucking crazy. <sighs> no, no, no. I, I, I absolutely agree with you on that. That was, um, like I said, I don't, I don't know the, the, you know, the actual situation or everything that happened, but um, I don't like, like I said, I, I, you know, the, the, the key of, of, of having a, I guess, a successful podcast or just being successful in general is just giving people, especially when you're in this business, uh, respect. Yeah. Um, yeah. and respect goes a long way. And I think, you know, you can, you, I mean, look, we're like, we're men, right? We're, we're, we're men just like, just like women, like, like we're, we're, we're human beings. Like you can be attracted to somebody or have a, or have a thought or, or have a thought about somebody. It's normal. It's normal to have that, but it's not normal to get on, uh, you know, something with, with that person and make them feel super uncomfortable. That's where, it, it changes so i think people don't know how to use there's not a fine line because i don't think people are used to being in 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 those spaces i think when you have a lot of people who are podcasters who just don't know how to act and they use this like their podcast to push you know like kind of push the the envelope if that in in a sense and i don't know if that was their intentions in that in that case but to me it just sounds like somebody who has bad social cues uh and that is not you know that's not doesn't know how to fucking business. act yeah you can't you can't grow your, your podcast you can't grow your business you can't do anything um moving like that you just can't do anything moving like that that's just not how it works so it's fucking crazy fucking clowns um short card hopefully there's some segments hopefully we get a miro segment hopefully we get a uh andrade segment um, keep I saw that too you know I was all upset that Andrade wasn't going to be on the show last week and then they had the segment so <laughs> that works for me let me be clear when I talk about how hey I said it I said it man I just want to point out people well like I keep saying on here I don't know what it is but true true God's um, predictions just seem to come true it's almost like he knows stuff for some reason um, yeah no right like, maybe no, it's no. a this is a good place to be if you want to be plugged into some things uh so then when I say I want them on the show, something like that is fine. Just a little bit of development, get their face on there. That's the issue at sometimes that I take with AEW and some of the ways that they use people. Like that's all it has to be is a 30 second pre-tape where it's a little bit of character work or a little bit of angle uh, advancement. And like, that's good, but they just leave people off the show completely for fucking months at a time. Um, so yeah, I, I was happy the, with that. I, and I think collision is, is becoming, um, I think Collision is becoming the the show that uh, essentially, like, if you got a guy you want to watch, like, whether it's Starks, whether it's, you know, Hobbs, whether it's uh, Miro, whether it's Andrade, like, these are people who weren't featured that much on, you know, uh, Dynamite. So I think, yeah, I think we're, we're, we're kind of entering a place where, um, you know, in my opinion, I think Collision is, is, it's only been, what, three, four weeks now, but it's just, they're, they have a bit of consistency there. And that consistency is is growing, and I'm pretty sure Andrade there'll be a follow up to the to the House of Black. Like, and and my thing is also they're in, they're still in Canada, uh, you know, this next week or so, I think. So this is the last week that they're going to be in Canada. So I'm I'm of the belief that this is, you know, if some people aren't physically on the show, 
there might be some pre-tapes because not everybody's going to go to Canada or can get to Canada all the time, you know, just to, you know, back and forth, like, because not that they're all staying there and living there for a month, you know, they're, they're leaving and they're traveling back and they're leaving and they're traveling back and they're leaving and traveling back. So I think that's also could be something um, because, I, you know, there's a lot of people who, who have been wondering where a lot of those, a lot of guys on dynamite are. And uh, like, like the Lucha brothers went from being like a super tag team, that was like super over and, and on dynamite. Now they're like here and there get on rampage and then they're here and there, like, you know, on ring of honor. That's a, you know, a, a great tag team that I feel like we should be seeing more of uh, because what they do is so, so amazing. And now uh, I believe commander uh, is joining in with that, that group, the Lucha brothers group or something like that. Um, hmm. Based on what happened on ring of honor, uh, like I like I said, I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch really any wrestling at all this week, but that's what I was told from people. Um that Commander is gonna be a part of that group, which makes you wonder where Pac is. Um, you know, it's, it's something else that, that's been brought up is where's where's Pac? What which show is he gonna be on? Is he gonna be on Dynamite? Is he gonna be on Collision? Um, there's a rumor that he might be making his return in like uh, you know, two weeks or something like that. I don't, you know Feel, feels uh, like a collision guy to me. I, I would love to see him on Collision. I mean, you know, and you know, and I like I said, right now AEW is kind of in a honestly uh, not a not a state of flux, but it's just an up and down because I didn't hear any, I didn't hear too much good about you know Dynamite, um, you know the Collision rating people were talking about, which like I said, man, like the the, the Saturday show uh, on the holiday weekend it was taped. Like I'm pretty sure with the cards they have this week, it'll be a lot better uh, ratings wise. I think the show is gonna be phenomenal. The card is fucking awesome so um um so speaking of great tag teams the first matchup they got listed here is uh let me say right out i fucking hate eliminator matches so much i agree i don't i don't understand i just don't understand how they're good in any way i don't because you already beat the champs just have just have a number one contender match between the one team and the other best team like i've never understood having matches with the champ that are non-title and beating the champion to get a shot at the belt. Like, I just, why are you putting losses on your champion like that? Well, I, I just don't like eliminator matches, but FTR versus bullet club gold should be very, very good. I agree. Um, I think, you know, I, th- I think for, for me, this story, um, it has been a bit up and down uh, for, for me because I didn't like the start of it initially. Um, but at the same time, uh, I think it's, you know, with Punk added in and, and kind of, you know, the, the guns being new members and stuff like that, I think I think the feud has kind of picked up a new a little bit of new life. And I think this match, um, you know, like FTR's reign has not, there's not been a lot that they've been doing. Since they've been champs, uh, it hasn't felt like there's been much. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I think Dax is extremely hurt, um, which I don't think people understand. He's been working hurt for the last year or so. Um, so I think they've kind of just kind of been, you know, just kind of like moving around a little bit, just, you know, waiting for Punk to get back uh, since they won the belts. And now that he's back, I think they're going to start getting, getting some more steam ahead. And this match... Yeah, I'm assuming since it's a you know quote unquote eliminator match that you know BC Gold somehow wins the guns probably you know come in and cost them and you know I'm I'm not really on board with with continuing more FTR versus uh versus 
versus the guns in in any way. But um, you know, like I said, I, I think this match will be good, and I fully expect uh, you know Juice and Jay to get the get the win. Um, but I don't I don't envision that match. I, I envision that match probably taking place whatever week blood and like the title tag team titles match probably whatever week blood and guts is for dynamite so in like a week or two i think they'll win and they'll get their title shot because i can't see this going to all in um i can't but if I, if, if it does then hey you know um but i but yeah I'm, I'm anxious to see this match and i am hoping that ftr gets some like much needed like tag team title momentum off of this because like i said i don't i don't think their run has has been treated entirely the way it should have been because they haven't really done much. So um, FTR is one of the best tag teams in the world. Uh, they they should have won the tag team titles a long time ago because they had been over for a year before they even really got the chance. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Next up on the card, we got Ricky Starks against Powerhouse Hobbs in the Owen semis. Um been good Ooh, matches for them tough. before. Both people are on their way up. Uh, Hobbs against Dustin was fucking phenomenal last week. Um, personally, I hope the I hope the momentum keeps going for Hobbs. Um, what do you think, man? It's gonna be gonna be interesting. Uh, it's a tough one. Um, you know, I, I I think logically, Hobbs probably need like this entire show to me is basically built around. Um, like the BC goal versus CMFTR absolute, whatever you want to call it. Like, so the whole, like this whole collision is basically built around that. Like that's the, you know, it's the main focus. So I think that there's something interesting um, about having Starks in this because I'm almost a hundred percent sure the BC gold is going to get a, you know, get into his head. I don't know what the, what the long-term goal is in it, in that, uh, uh, NFU for Starks, but if I had to guess, I would say Hobbs absolutely wins. Um, there's like, I, you know, when I first saw the bracket, I was like, oh man, you know, they they gotta they gotta give it to my boy, you know, my boy Starks and and Punk versus Starks with Punk possibly turning heel. And then I thought about it, I said, man, we ain't get to see him Punk and Jay White, you know, uh, singles match yet. And it was, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Punk finally gets a win over just you know Samoa Joe, which we'll obviously you know talk a little later. But um, you know, I'm I'm. I, I think the focus should be Hobbs because Starks is going to be a made man because he's in the main event program. Um, and Hobbs needs to be reheated. And if there's any way to reheat somebody, it's to kind of put them in like a, you know, like like a winning predicament. And I think he should be the one that wins the uh, wins the Owen. So yeah, same, same here. Absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, the, the one thing I will say is... I am tired of Starks taking so many losses. Uh, if that makes you know that makes sense, like I think he no, needs to I, stop taking. It completely makes sense to me. I said the same thing a couple weeks ago with the whole thing with you Jay know. White and him. I hated it because that meant one of them had to lose, and neither one of them should be losing. Yeah, and it's just you know, um, you know, that's just one of those things where it's like, look, man, you know, I, I fully understand, um, you know what, you know what they're doing because they're trying to. You know, make sure JY gets over because they need a heel. They need that heel on, um, on collision. You know, you need a heel on collision that's gonna be badass. But like JY is also someone who, 
is not um you know I don't I don't think Starks losing to Jay White helps and I don't think Jay White beating Starks really helps him either. So I don't I don't really see yeah it's the, it didn't have a have a have a point to me. Uh if if I could say it like that. It didn't have a point to me. Uh and I think like I said Starks if Starks did somehow win, I'd be okay with that too. Like if he if he won and went on to the finals, I'd be cool with that too. But then the then the question is, what do you what do you do with what do you do with Hobbs? So in some way, I feel like maybe they should have had him on separate sides of the bracket. Um, that way, if you lost, losing in the finals is a little bit better than I guess losing in the semifinals, but you still lose anyway. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I think the match would be great, and you know, I think. I said I think Hobbs wins, but uh be honest, I don't don't know uh what happens with either man if if they lose. If they lose, of course. So yeah. I don't know. Um but I but I, I definitely wanna see definitely wanna see this match and I fully believe it has a t- it, it it has the opportunity to be match of the night. Opportunity to be match of the night. But there there's another match that we'll have to get to that's not the main event. That I actually think yes, could be. I was just about to say that. My sleeper for match of the night is our next match. Athena and Willow. I'm I'm so hyped great for match. this. Athena has been great since she turned heel, started doing the Ring of Honor thing. Willow, we wax poetic about her basically every week on this podcast. She's awesome. Both girls fucking bring it. I'm so excited. This is going to be, I, I expect them to beat the hell out of each other. This is going to be an awesome match. Just the type of match I like. I can't fucking wait. Nah, man, I agree. Like, bro, like this is, I, I think the thing that makes this match so appealing to me is that Willow is such a great face. You know, she she's she's so good at, at being this happy-go-lucky face, then like comes out and she's like, "Hey," but she's she's such a great you know great performer too. And you have Athena who is like in her care like as a character, she is killing it. You know, she's just this badass. And I think when you when you have someone be comfortable, and I think Athena fits better as a natural. I've kind of felt like she fits better as a natural heel, even when she was doing Ember Moon stuff at WWE. I just felt it made more sense to p- make her heel because, well. I I just think she she's a little not not less likable, but I think her 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 character is like you you really have to you kind of really have to like tap into her character as a face to to fully understand it. And I just feel like she's she's a different different type of different type of girl. Uh, well, and her well, style has been shown that she works very well as the aggressor versus yes versus absolutely. fast start. He come back, except like she works very well as the aggressor in the match. Um, so I think that's a big reason why she has been been doing much better as a heel. Yeah, I mean, I think with this being the Owen, so also I guess it needs to point out that uh, Willow lost her championship. Um, her uh, you yeah, know, I saw that New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Championship to Julia, I believe. Uh, leave. Hell yeah, a favorite of mine. Yeah, which hope I that, hope I, that I, I, gets imported soon. Yeah, I I I like her. She is doing uh, so. You're doing a tour of the United States for a couple of months. Uh, very interested to see 
Um, that, at least that's what I saw. I saw she was talking about September. And, I mean, you're a New Japan Strong champion. You're going to have to be in the United States for a while. Um, I do think that's building to a particular match. Um, and uh, it, it was almost obvious when she won it. I was like, oh, that's what they're doing over there. That's a big match, too. So, um, and I, I said this before, I think I said this was last week or, or maybe on Twitter or something like that on here too, that Willow got the Mercedes Monet, um, you know, title run essentially. And she's got some of the matches and she got some of that too. So I think it's great that she's getting back to focusing on, you know, AEW and whatever. And I'm pretty sure she'll be on Ring of Honor, uh, as well. Um, if I had to pick somebody, of course, to, to win this match, I'm going to probably go with Athena, but really, I, I was going to say, yeah. I think it makes more sense that Willow advances, but I also don't have the bracket in front of me. So The the only reason why I, I, I said that is because I just don't think they, like, Athena's been on this run, and I don't think she, they want her to to lose yet. I, I don't think they want her to lose yet. Um, I mean, if she did, though, totally fine with that. If it's like a roll up or like a surprise win and not like a decisive win on Willow's part, yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think that's how you got to do it. But, um, you know, I I, I think a the I think Willow Willow just had a title run, so I feel like it's okay if she if she loses. Um, but the bracket is interesting because I think Ruby was a Ruby Soho, uh, beat yeah. Britt Baker this yep. this week. Uh, so. I don't I don't know where they're at because I have I haven't looked uh really into to the brackets and everything like that, but I absolutely um you know I absolutely feel like we're probably looking at um probably looking at Athena winning this whole thing. Just just I think a, so. You know, in my opinion, I think she's winning the whole thing. Um you know, I fully believe Fully believe she does. I, I I think initially my picks were Punk and I think it was Punk and Athena. Yeah, Punk Punk and Athena were my two picks uh, starting out to 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 win this whole thing. So now it's kind of shifted to to Hobbs. And okay, Athena. so on one side it's Ruby Soho and Blue, Sky Blue. On the other side it is Will Nightingale and Athena. So. I don't know, man. Willow and a uh, Soho sounds like the sounds like the most <coughs> most obvious route here, but uh, like, could now, go the now other that way. You, now that you said that, uh, now that you said that, I guess Willow would win. I'm not really interested in. I don't know. I, I'm Athena versus Sky Blue would be would, would be okay for me though. Only reason why I say that is because. It would I be. Think, I I would think it was great, but like like I said, I I'm just going with what I think will happen. It's interesting though, man. That's, that's interesting that you just because I because like I said, I didn't know what the bracket looked like or what it was, but now that I know, um, maybe maybe uh, I, I I don't want them to use this to further the uh, what is it the uh the outcast versus outcast, the yeah. yeah stuff like that. So I think that'll be that's interesting. Um, well, you know, it's good though that we're so conflicted about who will win. That's my favorite kind of wrestling, so I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, the tournament that we do know the brackets of is that CM Punk and Samoa Joe are going to give us a phenomenal semifinal. Um, 
don't know what there is to say about this or how we could even do it justice other than super excited and feel super fortunate to be of a formative age where, uh, you know, this is going to be super enjoyable and I'm glad we're getting it one more time. No, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I fully believe that there is uh, something special about um, just what uh, Samoa Joe and, and Punk bring. Obviously, you know, we're, we're, we're big fans of, of both here, but I just think there is something, it's just something special about, about the energy between them. And you think about it and it's like one of those really uh, well-known, um, you know, feuds from the Ring of Honor days. And they've, they've had like quite a few matches, but it's just been so long since they've been, you know, face to face in a ring that this is one of those moments where it's like you kind of have to, uh, you know, take it in and and appreciate because you don't you don't get those moments like that uh, all the time in professional wrestling. And I think this is one of those ones. Um, and I'm looking forward to to seeing, um, you know, Punk versus Joe. I have a, you know, I, I mean, I think I know how the match is going to go, but. I, you know, I hope they get 20, 25 minutes, go out there and put on an absolute classic, you know, and um, I fully, I hope Punk wins. I don't think Punk should be losing, uh, you know, single, a singles match right, right now. You know, I think he'll probably lose the, the finals, but maybe he won't, you know, but um, I'm interested, like I said, I'm interested to see how it goes. And uh, I absolutely think, yes, I absolutely think Joe uh has has something to prove um as crazy as that sounds I, I think you know joe was off tv for some time uh he's been doing a ring of honor thing but he hasn't had like a challenge challenge and a one-on-one match in quite some time and i think this is one of those matches where joe can you know break out his bag again you know and and, and put on so uh i am very much looking forward to to see in this match um like i said i hope it's, it gets a good amount of time and i think maybe that is why they that it's only four matches um i think all the matches are going to get a pretty decent amount of time you know personally. my favorite show of all time of all time in 30 years of being 35 years of being a wrestling fan was a four match card so i'm with it i know exactly why they're making it a four match card to give us a bunch of badass awesome wrestling as you said about this match this show it's going to be one of them ones. I think that's a good uh, good way to describe it. Absolutely. Um, want to give – you got anything else, brother? Um, n- Not entirely. Um, I will say that I do love the fact that wrestling has been very quiet in terms of the media because I feel like the media getting – some of the media people getting exposed <laughs> for, for having their agendas and just being stupid – uh, I, I think it's I think it's gonna make for a more enjoyable summer for wrestling, if the media can shut the hell up and allow people to enjoy professional wrestling the way they're intended to enjoy professional wrestling, and I think this will be the summer of summers. Uh, if if and let me just say this, wasn't gonna say it, but whatever needs to be said. There are certain things. In the company that we've been discussing, AW, I think, I think there's a lot of issues there with some of the booking and some of the you know uh, stuff. And I think there's one mistake that they're gonna make 
and it involves a faction that is currently getting another push right now, and I don't think it's going to go over very well. So I want to say this. Sometimes loyalty to people can backfire on you. I'm trying to be as least detailed as possible on this. But sometimes things can backfire on you. Your friends might not be good TV. That's why we are all colliders. Um, yes. Which is the name that has been given to collision fans. And that is why we'll just. Which is fucking hilarious. It's, it's we'll just. Hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's um, why so we'll just stick to our side. Continue to enjoy collision. Hopefully the wrestling media can. Keep its shit together. We almost made it a full week before these clown ass dipshit neckbeard fucks had to jump on a podcast and say some creepy fucking shit to a female wrestler. Do not fucking do that. And if you do, you do not deserve to be behind a fucking microphone. It's all hope that all these people can keep it together and then let us enjoy our newly revised summer of punk as true and tried colliders. Please, if you're listening to this, Check out to earlier on this week, we had uh body guy, Roy Johnson from the UK scene, um, bodybuilding champ, indie wrestler, uh, promoter of a, of a awesome, um, of an awesome show, um, called everything patterned, uh, yearly, a little bit of activism, uh, some activism in there, providing opportunities for people who don't always get them. Um, Please check out that show. We talked to him about the Ruthless Aggression era. Uh, just take a look back. Join in with us on our Turn It Back Tuesdays. There's a lot of fun insight and memories brought up. We've got a lot of awesome articles coming to definearevolution.com today, this week. Please keep checking the website for some great reading material. Hopefully this week sometime this Dame Lillard situation could get fucking resolved in the NBA and we could fire off an NBA pod. One way or the other, we will have an NBA pod this week. For you sure. Gotta look out for it. Um, True. Any, any, any plugs that I forgot, buddy? Um, I have an album uh, that is coming out um, very, very soon. I have worked extremely hard on it. Um, and by working extremely hard on it, not hard at all. Uh, but, but in terms of, you know, putting it together, I have some features from uh, a lot of the artists that are on the AW Fight Forever soundtrack. Uh, I got my crew, obviously, you know, Apollo and, you know, some of the other guys on there too. Um, it'll be out later on this month. Um, I had initially had push for it to be coming, coming out this Tuesday, but, uh, you know, a couple things, a couple things kind of stopped that a little bit, but, um, no, yeah, that's pretty much it for me, man. Um, uh, you know, we, we, we got the articles coming. Like I said, we kind of took a little bit of a, a break, you know, holiday week and stuff like that. This just wasn't a lot of news going on, wasn't a lot of, you know, big discussion going on, but it's starting to pick up again. And I think after this collision for wrestling, it'll pick up. And I think uh, this coming week, the NBA uh, will definitely pick up. It's going to be some some interesting moves being made, uh, at least based on what I've been been hearing from, you know, certain pockets and also stay tuned because dar sports and media will likely be a part of something big in the dmv area uh for sports so we have a couple things working there a couple you know access access placements and checks are the focus for the rest of this year and beyond so um just stay tuned there's there's a lot of stuff we're working on right now and you know things take time and that's 
that's something I've always known. Things take time. You can't you can't you can't rush greatness. Uh, but we are on the way to it. So that's it all may I take say. time, but time is on our side because the world of DAR never stops. Rolling up the smoke, Chevy on the front of folks. Did you like the way we float? Hop inside, oh, well, let's go, let's go. We riding out, yeah, riding out, riding out, yeah. We riding up, uh, riding up, yeah, riding up. I yeah. said the D A R like the D P G. East to West Side, out in D C. We gotta make a move, nigga. Yeah, we see y'all be steady bouncing to a beat to sound like D R E or maybe Battle Cat. Loaded Lux got me watching Battle Rap. Loading up my 38, you better never tattle that. Good smoke, good pussy, good up in my habitat. Sick of all the silly tricks, send them where the rabbits at. Swing a couple irons like it's Caddyshack. Me and Apollo got some models that's been dying to follow. I said it's the West in here tonight, east side, but the drama been so clear tonight. All the bad bitches got nothing to fear tonight. We just rockin', smokin' something you can hear tonight. We the leaders of the new school, follow the shit and give me a bad red bone to swallow this dick. Bitch, rollin' up the smoke, Chevy on them hundred spokes. Did you like the way we float? Hop inside, oh well, let's go, let's go. We riding out, riding out, riding out, yeah. We riding up, riding up, riding up. Cruise in the city, ride with something printed. We bout to show about D.A.R. Are you with me? It's your time, the host fine. We smooth like wine. And I'm looking at my watch. It's about that time. We just make you wanna dance all night long. Just make you wanna move all night long. We back at the hotel, yes it went well. We going hard to the bar, ring the bell. Last call for alcohol. We need to get lit, have it with jaws, baby. Rolling up the smoke, Chevy on them running spokes. Bitch, you like the way we float? Hop inside, oh well, let's go, let's go. We riding up, riding up, riding up, yeah.